And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on yesterday's show, we... we well, we got into this subject about you. I mean, we talked about you. We talked about you ad nauseum. As a matter of fact, the question I have for you is, did you figure out who you are? I'm sure you know who you are. But did you figure out that maybe you have a retirement problem? Did you figure that out? Now, some of you, you don't have a retirement problem. As a matter of fact, you don't even know that you have a retirement problem because you're not even focused on retirement. Some of you are just going about your life, doing what you do, going to work, making ends meet, raising your family, doing what you do on a daily basis. And retirement is so far down the road, it's something you're thinking about getting to maybe next year or the year after. There are those of you that actually took my words seriously yesterday, and you started thinking about, well, what is my retirement plan and how does it affect it affect me? When I say me, I'm, I mean, in relation to you, does that make sense? I know that makes sense to you. All right. So, but th th that's the point right there. That is the point. If what you're doing for retirement isn't working, why haven't you changed your trajectory yet? And for those of you that feel that your retirement plan is solid, Good for you. But I will tell you this. If you're not like in the 5% of people that are doing what you are doing that actually get a favorable result, then you're in the 95% that don't get a favorable result. And you don't want to be in your 60s or your 70s when you figure out that your retirement strategy isn't working for you. Now, earlier in the week, I had Larry and Lenora on the show. They discovered in their 60s, even though they had saved up this big bag of money to retire on, that there was not enough money in the bag in order for them to live the life that they wanted to live. Notice I said live the life they wanted to live. I didn't say just endure the rest of their lifetime. I said live the life they wanted to live. And that concerned them. And they changed their mind about what they were doing. They got away from all those retirement plans that you're messing around with. And they put that money to work in real estate, real estate that allowed them to turn $2.5 million into about $6 million. And that was just the first get-go. Since then, they have increased the returns that they have made on their investments. Now, these are people that became members of Lifestyles Unlimited almost 10 years ago. So almost 10 years ago, people were recognizing that the retirement system was flawed. So what about you? What about you and what about your retirement plan? Will it work the way you expect it to work? And if you have doubt, then maybe you ought to listen to today's show. Because what I'm going to talk about today is I'm going to talk about the tactical plan that you need to follow. Yeah, the tactical plan you need to follow. And I'm not talking about the stuff Dave Ramsey tells you about. I'm talking about the stuff that Dill Walmsley tells you about. 
Who's Del Wamsley? Well, he's the founder and CEO of Lifestyles Unlimited. He created this organization that I am a part of. By the way, we've got well over 100,000 members, 50,000 of them are, that are active at any given time. And we are real estate investors. We are people that realize that the retirement programs that are out there are flawed. I know for a fact that trying to live off of a pension probably is going to fail you. You know why I know this? Because I tried it. And you know what I did? I failed. And some of you are going, well, that's because you didn't reduce your expenses. No, what you're telling me was I was supposed to change my lifestyle to meet my income. And that wasn't satisfactory to me. That wasn't satisfactory at all. So I didn't. I didn't. And what did I wind up doing? Well, when I retired from the military, I wound up going back into the workforce because that's that's all you can do. Very, very few people retire from the military and stay retired. Did you know that? It's true. When we go through military transition, in other words, when we leave the military, they give us a roadmap that is designed to teach us how to get another job. Because all the conventional wisdom, all the military brass, all the power thinkers in the military and in the civilian sector recognize that trying to live off of a pension is probably not going to work out for the majority of people that retire from the military. So they go back in the workforce. And I was no different. Let's talk about you. What are you doing right now? What are you engaged in right now? Maybe you're in oil and gas. Maybe you're in education. Maybe you're a trucker. Maybe you do something else. Maybe you're self-employed. I don't know what you do, but you know what you do. And you also know whether or not you have concerns about your retirement plan. If you have concerns about your retirement plan, the first thing that you need to do is recognize that that retirement plan is flawed. And now that you've recognized that it's flawed, we can have a good conversation. We can take this to the next level because you realize that what you have probably isn't going to work. So now you've, you've got to make a change in your life. Now, you've got two options here. You could, you could try something a little different like, well, the 401k isn't working. So, you know, I'm in the aggressive growth fund. Maybe I'll just move it over into the not so aggressive growth fund. I'm not talking about that kind of change. I'm talking about the kind of change that comes from realizing that you're going to fail and you don't want to fail. So what are you willing to do? I happen to be somebody who's invested not only in multifamily, but also in single family. I do both. Now, I'm in the process of trying to transition away from single family and be purely in multifamily. But here's the interesting thing about single family. Every time I try and step away from it, there's something out there that attracts me back. There's something out there that that shines in my eyes and says, hey, Al, I can help you make a whole lot of money for your retirement plan. And I go, well, let's check that out. So I check it out. And lo and behold, it winds up in my portfolio. So I'm, I'm here to tell you that there's no right or wrong answer with regards to should you be a single family person or a multifamily person or should you do both? I think the only wrong answer is that you do none of the above. That's the wrong answer. Because if you're doing none of the above and you're doing something for your, your retirement, then what you're doing is you're, you're doing what we're saying doesn't work. And that is a problem. That is a problem that you need to remedy. So here's the tactical plan, and it's, it's all laid out in front of you. All you have to do is follow this tactical plan. It's, it's as simple as that, so I'll just relay it to you. Are you ready for it? The first thing that I want you to do is I want you to get pre-qualified. What does that mean, get pre-qualified? Who do you talk to? Well, you need to talk 
to a conventional lender. What, what is a conventional lender? A conventional lender is somebody that can offer you money in the form of a loan instrument so that you can leverage the real estate that you're buying. Now, this is very important because when you borrow money to help acquire a property, all of the money that you borrow belongs technically to somebody else, and you are obligated to pay that back. But here's the interesting thing when it comes to real estate. When the value of the real estate goes up, the people that loaned you the the money for that loan don't have any desire or any expectation to participate in the appreciation gains that have been created on that property. All value increases on that property become yours. This is part of the reason that we want to leverage our property. Another reason that we want to leverage our property has to do with the fact that rates of return tend to be better when you consider the amount of money that you put into the actual investment. So if you put 100% of your money into a property and you get a certain rate of return, you have to take that rate of return and divide it by 100% of the money that you put in, right? And that you're going to get a number. You're going to get a percentage. But if you take that same rate of return and you divide it by a much smaller number, which actually represents the amount of money you personally put into the property, you're going to get a better rate of return. It's just the way it is. So you're going to find that your investments actually return better rates of return, and that's going to give you a better opportunity to gauge the performance of your investment assets. Okay, let's move on. Let's keep talking about why you have to be pre-qualified. Notice that I, I use the word qualified. I didn't use the word approved. What's the difference? What's, what's the difference? Well, pre-approved within the industry kind of means that you've given a lender a certain amount of information. And then based on the certain amount of information that you've given them, if all things hold constant, you should be able to perform in accordance with the, the terms and the conditions of the loan that you sought out to use. Does that make sense? But here's the problem. There's, there's no, there's no analysis that is done to determine whether or not you're actually qualified for that loan. You're only pre-approved, which in the lending world means nothing. It really means nothing. Pre-approval is something completely different. What is pre-approval? Pre-approval is when you submit all of your documentation. So in other words, it's like going full tilt into the loan process without actually going into the loan process. So you submit all of your documentation, all of your tax statements, all of your W-2s, all of your 1099s, all your K-1s, everything that comes into your household, you submit to that lender and they essentially size you for the loan and they pre-approve you for the loan without having an actual property to link it to. What that means is they issue you something called a pre-approval letter, which is going to give you an indication of your purchasing power for that property. Now, why is this important? There's really two reasons why it's important. The first reason it's important is, number one, it tells you what your purchasing power is. Yeah, it tells you what you can buy. If you're approved for a 
property that is valued at $300,000 as a single family property, that tells you the limit, the high end limit of what you can afford for single family property. You're not pre-approved above that dollar amount. You're pre-approved up to that dollar amount. Does that make sense? Here's the other reason why that document is so important. When you finally get around to figuring out which property you want to tackle, and we haven't even gotten to that part of the list yet. We're still on step number one, get pre-approved. Once you get that pre-approval letter, when you finally identify the property that you want to buy, when you submit that offer to that property, you also add a copy of that letter saying you are pre-approved and you make sure that your broker understands the difference between pre-qualified and pre-approved because it has a huge weight to be pre-approved as opposed to being just pre-qualified. Does that make sense? I know that makes sense to you. All right. Once you get pre-qualified, once you know what you're qualified to borrow against, now you have to decide on what size of property you can actually qualify for. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's talk that through. Let, I'll tell you what, we, we could get into a danger zone here because at this point, single family and multifamily wanted to diverge from each other. So I think it's easier for me to take this, this conversation down the single family route because I think it's easier for y'all to wrap your heads around. I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm not saying you're ignorant. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying, well, you just don't know what you just don't know. And I don't want to hold that against you because in, this, in the multifamily route, I could actually get into some, some top topics and some some discussions that I might lose you guys and I don't want to lose you guys that is very important to me so let's let's consider only for the rest of the show that we're just going to talk about single family properties fair enough okay so now you're going to decide on what size property you qualify for well you've got a pre-approval letter saying that you can qualify for properties up to $300,000 is that the size of property that you want Maybe you're really more interested in properties that are valued all fixed up in an after repair value indicator of, say, $175,000 to $250,000. You have determined that that is the sweet spot in the marketplace. And then when you compare that to your pre-approval, hey, you're good to go. You are good to go. Now, the next step is this. you got to meet with a mentor. A mentor? Oh, my. When we come back from the break, I'll explain it. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. What does Del Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, think you need to succeed in this market? It's time to buy, and so you better get prepared. You better get educated. You better get your money right. You need to get involved because you're going to need the financing. You're going to need the vendors that we have available to us. You're just going to need the interaction with people. You need to immerse yourself into real estate. Start your real estate immersion with a free workshop live online at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon. And as always, I am working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, we're just laying out the roadmap for you. We're laying out the action steps that you need to take once you become a real estate investor. Once you realize that what you're doing for retirement isn't working and you want to get on the same 
glide path that I'm on, that all the members of Lifestyles Unlimited are on, which is get yourself retired in five years or less. Now, I'm a guy that achieved that standard. I retired myself using real estate as the catalyst. I did it in five years or less. I actually did it in around two years. Now, I'm not bragging. I was desperate because I tried to retire once before when I left the military in 2014, and it didn't work. And I struggled to get back into the workforce, and I got back into the workforce and found myself very miserable. And then in 2017, I stumbled across Lifestyles Unlimited. So in 2017, I, I went and took, took a look at what they, they had to offer, and I didn't find any fault in it. So I went ahead and became a member, and I started to do the things that I needed to do as a member to get myself retired in five years or less. Unbeknownst to me, the plan that I put together, which was supposed to take five years, only took me two years to complete. Now, I'm not bragging. Like I said, I was desperate to get retired. So I was aggressively working my plan, and my plan paid off in spades. 2019, I found myself real estate retired just in time to sit out for two years during a pandemic, right? Yeah. So two of the four years I've actually been fully, fully, completely 100% retired, I got to sit through a pandemic like everybody else did. But since the pandemic, I've been able to get back out into the world because one of the things that I received in my retirement was complete control over my life. No longer did a boss or an employer tell me what I needed to do, when I needed to do it, how I needed to do it, how much they were going to pay me to do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of that gone because what I had replaced was the income that I used to earn by trading time for money with the income that I earn from my passive investments. Okay. So now you're up to speed on me. Now you know it's very reasonable for you to get it done in five years or less. If a guy like me can get it done in two, imagine what you could do too. Now, keep in mind, we all have different backgrounds. We all come from different places. We all have different financial pots we're working with. We all have, uh, we may have real estate already in our portfolio like I did that, that was problematic. I mean, that was one of the things that I had to, to work on was I had to fix all the problems that I had created with my own real estate up until becoming a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. Because when I became a member, I found out, oh, there's, there's a there's a smarter way to do this. So I did it the smarter way and it paid off in spades. And that really accelerated my, my ability to retire myself. But you're not here to listen to me brag about how I got it done in two years, are you? I'm not really bragging, but it so sounds like I am. You're here to get the rest of the action steps. So let's give them to you. Up to this point, I told you you need to be pre-qualified, really pre-approved, right? And um, you need to be... Um, very decisive on the type of assets you want to buy. Now, I'm not saying where I'm not. Basically, I'm just giving you a framework for what is your sweet spot? What size of property do you qualify for? And what size of property should you qualify for? In my example, before we went to the break, I said, maybe you can qualify for a $300,000 property, but maybe a $300,000 property isn't the optimum price range you should be in. Maybe you should be in the $175,000 to $250,000 price range. The reason I'm suggesting that is because I know that tends to be a little bit more optimum than a $300,000 price range. Okay. I'm just telling you what I know. You've got to meet with a mentor next. Now, why do you meet with a mentor? 
A mentor is somebody who's been there, done that. They've gotten all the T-shirts. They've thrown most of them away. They have something called experience doing what you don't have experience doing. Or if you do have experience doing what you're trying to do, like I did, they have good experience as compared to your bad experiences. So a mentor is somebody that literally will hold your hand and help guide you through the process. It is somebody that you can bounce ideas off of. It is somebody you can sit down with all of your financials, lay out your financials and say, look, this is my game plan. This is what I think I want to do. And then have them give you constructive criticism as, as to whether or not you're on track, or maybe there's a better way to, to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. That's the power of a mentor. And a mentor is there every step of the way. All right. So you've met with your mentor. Everything's good to go. So what you need to do is you need to figure out how you're going to analyze property. You need to figure out how you're going to define the different types of assets that are out there that you're looking for. And you're going to have to develop a timeline to get your education done. There is, oh, by the way, Lifestyles Unlimited is a real estate investor education and mentoring company. That's what we do. We, we are very successful at doing it, and we can help you too. So this game plan works for a Lifestyles Unlimited member. Ironically, this game plan works for a non-Lifestyles Unlimited member too. You can do the same thing with without being a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. The, the drawback is you're going to have to go out and find all of your own resources. See, Lifestyles Unlimited is going to give you all the resources you need, if you're not a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, we, we're not going to share the resources with you. That's just the way the organization works. It's a membership-based organization. You need to also schedule a meeting with your realtor. That is the next step. And this is very important, and here's why. Realtors control a lot of the inventory of available assets. They don't control all the inventory, but they control a lot of the inventory. of. Now, get this retail properties. Your realtor also has access to people that specialize in providing you wholesale properties. Now, you as a real estate investor, you can work directly with wholesalers. There's nothing that says you, you are prohibited from doing so. As a matter of fact, I know a lot of Lifestyles Unlimited members that work directly with wholesalers. A wholesaler does not have a fiduciary obligation to you. They don't have a fiduciary obligation to, really to anybody. So take that into consideration when you're looking at potential wholesale properties. Now, some of the properties that you may decide to buy are offered through the multiple listing service, in which case a wholesaler may or may not be involved. Here's the other thing that realtor can do for you. They can cut your research time like down to a nanosecond because they have at their fingertips, they have access to the multiple listing service. Now, once, once you've culled through a lot of these properties and you've, you've decided which property you want to go after, you need to go get that property. Here's what I'm going to recommend you do. As part of the decision to buy that property, before you tell your realtor, let's write it up, I want you to talk to your mentor one more time. So run it past your mentor. Get your mentor's feedback before you go forward with the, the acquisition of this property. If the mentor gives you a thumbs up, what are you going to do next? You're going you're gonna to go to contract. You're going to have the realtor write the thing up, and you're going to go to contract. And then you're going to go through the negotiating process. Here's another reason why you've got a realtor on your team. Keep this in mind. 
Not all realtors will have a fiduciary obligation to you. Did you know that? No, the majority of them have a fiduciary obligation to the seller. But there are agents out there that become buyer's brokers. And what you need to do is you need to seek out a buyer's broker when you're a buyer. Now, ironically, my buyer's broker that I work with, the one that works with me, she also is my selling agent. Yeah, she's also my selling agent. So she can transition over to have a fiduciary obligation to me when I sell property, and she can transition over to have a fiduciary obligation to me when I buy property. Pretty cool stuff. And I like that. I like that a lot. All right, so let's get back into this. You submitted the contract. You've got that disinterested third party, your realtor, negotiating on your behalf. And lo and behold, you have an agreement. You have an agreement. And what you're going to do is you're going to go into feasibility. You're going to go in. You're going to take a look at everything that needs to be done to this property. You're going to come up with a dollar amount for the repairs. You're going to look at anything that is broken or could break in the next five to seven years. And you're going to come up with a dollar amount to either fix it or completely replace it. You're going to work that, that analysis out. And you're going to plug it into your quick analysis spreadsheet, and you're going to know whether or not pretty quickly you want to be in the deal. Now, if you've got a feasibility period, which you better have a feasibility period if you're buying it through the MLS. Now, if you're buying with a wholesaler, you better have your ducks in order before you pull the trigger because wholesalers, it's, it's as is, one and done, no feasibility period. There's no opportunity for you to actually get in that property for seven to 10 days and actually go over with a fine-tooth comb and figure out what it's actually going to take to remediate that property. Okay, so you're going to figure out what that cost is. If that cost blows your numbers out of the water, you know what you're going to do? You're going to call your realtor up and you're going to say, that's it, cancel the, the contract, I'm done. Because you, are, you cannot afford to overpay for a property. And that's what that quick analysis spreadsheet does for you. And by the way, you can always bounce that quick analysis spreadsheet off your mentor and say, am I getting this right? Because the mentor is going to look back and go, I don't see any errors with that. In which case, if you have a property that doesn't make sense for your goals and objectives, if the numbers get blown out during feasibility, you know what you do? You walk. You walk, you're out. But if the numbers all work for you, then you move forward. You close on the property. You get the remediation done. You put it available on the market for a great resident to live in. You get that resident to sign a one-year lease. Then you convert your hard money loan into conventional financing. I know I didn't talk about hard money earlier, but it's, it's one of those components that goes on when you get pre-qualified. Don't worry about it because if you got qualified conventionally, you will get qualified on a hard money loan. Don't worry about that, okay? That's part of the reason I skipped over it. The other reason I skipped over it is because there's just not a ton of time in these radio shows to give you all the data that I need to give you because I still have to talk to you about developing your own individual skill sets in things like accounting. Yes, you need to have some accounting skill sets. Staffing, yes, you may need to learn how to do staffing. Marketing, you're probably going to need to know something about how to market your single family asset to available renters. And you probably need to know a lot about housing law because housing law, when done wrong, can get you into a lot of trouble. So all in all, 
I think I've done a pretty good job. Even though we don't have a ton of time left in the show, I think we've done a really good job of giving you a basic framework for what you need to do from the time you make that decision. You want to be a real estate investor to the time where you actually own your asset and you have somebody living in that asset paying you a monthly cash flow because that's what it's all about folks all of this real estate investing is all about developing passive streams of income passive streams of income that you will use to replace the ordinary streams of income that you are trading time for money for with your job when the passive streams of income meet or exceed the amount of money that you're trading time for money for then you have done what I have done, which is you have achieved real estate retirement. Your passive income meets or exceeds all of your expenses of living, and therefore you are retired. Therefore, you do not need to go back into the workforce. You can actually walk away from that job that maybe you love or maybe you don't, but that's totally up to you. Look, if you want to do what I'm doing, you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, get signed up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.